Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, Thatcher, welcome to Puckle Trivia Rewind, where we play old trivia segments from our show, Puckle Podcast. You can be sure to go over to the main feed, Puckle Podcast, where we listen to this podcast. And get more goodness. We talk more in depth about other Pokemon topics and whatnot, as well as have up to date trivia. But right now, you're hitting Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And that's great because now Stack Attack and Blacephalon are still there. Toucanic can still be an answer. And things are just going swimmingly. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment of Pokemon Trivia. Welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Of course, this is where we go ahead and we ask them to lower their browsers because they can only use what's in their head. No internet, no help, no lifelines. This is not who wants to be a millionaire. So our contestants here today are going to be Jushiro and Whimsicott. They will be working as a team to answer questions to compete against the other co-hosts in a race to 30 points. The first co-host that hits 30 points actually gets to pick a plush from the PokemonCenter.com under $20. Because that's what's in the budget, guys. That's what's in the budget. Uh, <laughs> but, of course, you guys uh, can go ahead and you'll have five questions today. You will get one point for answering each of those correctly. One of those questions will contain a bonus question. And you will also get one hint to use throughout the throughout the questions. If you get all of the questions correct without using the hint, you can cash that hint in for an extra point. For a maximum total of seven points possible today. So if you guys are ready to go, I have some questions lined up from several of our Puckalonians on the Discord server. I guess we're ready. Can't be readier. All right. So we're going to be way readier than we were with Scrunt. So <laughs> PTSD, man. PTSD. Yep. All right. Question number one comes from Claude Nine. He wants to know. In the anime, Ash has had many Pokemon over the seven generations he's been traveling. However, only one of those Pokemon is shiny. Which Pokemon does Ash own that is also a shiny Pokemon? Oh, that's an easy one. Noctowl. Uh, Noctowl, yeah. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Ash's Noctowl is a shiny Noctowl because they really went real hard on that whole shiny Pokemon thing in Gen 2. So that is one point for you guys today. So you're, you're on a roll. You're doing it. You're doing it real strong. You're feeling pretty good. One for one. Exactly. We're already doing as well as we did last time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question 
number two is also from Claude Nine, and it still has to do with the anime. I like those questions. I think they're very solid. Um, in the anime, how many Pokemon does Ash currently have at Professor Oak's lab? We are going to uh, count all of the Tauros as one Pokemon, by the way. Uh, we're oh, going to ask okay. how many unique species does Ash have, and I'm going to give you a plus or minus three here. Okay. Wow. Okay. I have no idea, but I remember seeing like a picture of Ash with all of his Pokemon. Uh-huh. And there were a ton of them back at Professor Oaks. It was like at least 25 Pokemon, I think. Uh, yeah, I have no idea how many currently he has. Um, I haven't watched the anime in like 15 years, so... Um, do you want to choose the hint for this one, or do you want to just coast this one and try to guess? I, I feel like even if we use the hint, we'll, we're still going to have to ballpark it. Yeah. So we, we might be better suited to use the hint on the bonus question. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you're right. So let's go ahead and ballpark this. You say 25? I said 25 because if he's counting the Taurus as one... Yeah. Mm, I mean... He might be, like, a few less than that, because not all of his old Pokemon are with Professor Oak. And yeah. there were a few in that picture that are not with Professor Oak. Like, I think Charizard might have been in that picture. Uh, Charizard's okay. with Professor Oak now. Oh, see. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's canon now. I haven't, I haven't watched the anime in 15 years. Yeah, let's, let's ballpark it to 25 and, and see what we get. Yeah, I, we're just... Like throwing rocks in the dark. So yeah, twenty-five. Yeah. All right. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. The answer is actually thirty-five. So oh. uh, for those, so this is this is a very this isn't like a Pokemon related thing to me, but a problem solving lesson for you guys now. Uh huh. We should have counted that team for a generation and subtracted yeah. it. So you're right. You could have you could have at least gotten to thirty realistically, right? And assume that he caught like one or two extra here and there. And he could have gotten to like 32, I think. Because if you would have gone, okay, he's been through six regions. All of those Pokemon in some form or another have, are there, right? Like, let's assume that six, six Pokemon came from Kanto, right? And uh-huh. let's assume six from each generation. That's, that's, that's super reasonable, I think. Like, if you assume about six per generation, um, except for Kalos. Kalos was real bad. But then you get 36, and that's only one off. That's not too bad. That's just a problem-solving thing, though. Um, if you would have assumed a whole team of five from each one, that's another thing. Also, one thing that I caught up that I was talking to, I, I mentioned that I didn't know was canon before the show is that Gliscor is actually back, which I did not know was true, but Gliscor is apparently at Oak's Lab. Uh, I mean, again, back when I used to watch the anime, like, I mean, you're perfectly right, Thatch. That yeah. was the way to go about it. But back when I watched the anime, he didn't send them back to Professor Oak. He just released them. Yeah, that's not too. true at all. Because what, as soon as he caught Krabby, Krabby went to Professor Oak, uh, and then as soon as he caught Muck, Muck went to Professor Oak. Uh, so that is flawed logic. But you don't remember Krabby or Muck. You remember Butterfree. Yeah, Butterfree's sad, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then I have to mention, like in well, I guess if you didn't watch Unova, that's really problematic because in Unova he caught like nine Pokemon. So, uh-huh. and he kept all of them. He didn't release any of them. So that, that that's like a huge number spike. Uh, I would have been okay if you would have overestimated like the 40 or something. I would have just given it to you. But uh, <laughs> keep right. rubbing it in. Keep rubbing Mo- it in. Moving on to question number three. I feel like you guys can get this one. Uh, this one's from Linian. 
and he wants to know which Pokemon is known as the Spirit of the Desert. Flygon. There you go. Is that your final it's one answer? One of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Flygon is the Spirit Yay! of nice the Desert. Work, I told you it's one of my favorites. All it's right. uh, like there's this noise the desert makes when it's yeah. windy, and the Pokedex entries talk about how Flygon's wings have the same like buzzing singing noise, and so Aww. he's like the spirit of the desert, and it's really cool. You know That's what cute. I really like about Flygon? It's Mega Evolution. Oh, yeah, wait. me too. I love it <laughs> so much. Oh. oh wait this is the wrong dimension <laughs> it's the crappy one <laughs> damn use oh anyway. right so this next one is the bonus point question and it comes from dr shamu so he wants to know there are three lines that learn ice ball by level up one of them is the steel line what are the other two well you uh, took away the the, 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 the easy one that yeah, was cool did. Uh, I should have uh, said it. Do you think Yugon? Did Yugon line this one? It might be. I honestly have like no clue. Um, let, uh, let's think about it. Let's think about and it. And Cryo, Cryo, oh, forget. You it. do have the hint as well. Don't forget that. Exactly. Yeah. We should use the hint for this one. Okay. Um, is it the cry? Uh, okay. Do you want to use the hint now? Yes, because we oh, okay. don't get the bonus point, and the next one is going to be the stat question. So, okay, so the two it. lines, I'm going to give you a lot of information, so buckle in. First of all, both of these lines are have the ice type the entire time. Okay. Uh, second, these are both two-stage ice type evolution lines. So it's only mm-hmm. basic and mm-hmm. then stage one. Okay. That's all you get. And so, yeah, so they're both ice types, and it's a two-stage evolution line for both of them. Uh, so do both, of them, both of them came out uh both of them came out post gen 5 so anything after gen 5 okay so dugong um, would be out anyway because seal is a pure water type oh right as after gen 5 including gen 5 not including gen 5 gen after five. gen 5 gen 6 and gen yeah, 7 yeah there you go so it's actually kind of easy because um, uh, there is not that Hello and Volpix? Um, no. I would include that as Gen 7, by the way. Just as like a heads up. It's, it might be Alolan Sentru, though. Okay. Alolan, Alolan Sentru and Alolan Sandslash. And the other one... Hmm... I don't think it's Alolan Ninetales and because I, I've, I've been using it. And yeah. it doesn't get it. And uh, the other one might be Bergmite and Avalook. Oh, okay. Or, or it may be. What other ice types are in Gen 6 and 7? I not can, a ton of them. Not a ton, and not that. Like, I know that for a fact it's not uh, the. Uh, oh, the crab boxer, because the first Perfect. is just. Fighting? Yeah. yeah. It's a fighting. So, it might be just the Avalog line and the Alolan Sandslash line. Okay. Uh, Are those your nothing final from answers? Gen 6? Mm-hmm. Nothing from Gen 6? Avalog is Gen 6. Okay. Nothing else from Gen 6? Just uh, double checking. There weren't a lot of ice types in Gen 6. Yeah. I needed an answer. Tick- okay, there we go. Just go. Yeah, go yeah. forward with those two. Avalog and Alolan Sandslash. That is correct on both accounts. 
You had uh, Bergmite and Avalug, and also Sandshrew and a or a Lowland Sandshrew and a Lowland Sandslash, the best Ice type Pokemon that have ever existed. And <laughs> I mean, you would think so, but I drafted it and I haven't brought it once in eight weeks of PDL. I mean, it's not so very good. I just think I think design wise, I think they're pretty solid. Oh, yeah. design wise, a Lowland Ninetales and a Lowland Sandslash are, are like top tier. I agree with that. All right, so we are gonna. That's that's four points for you guys then. So we need oh, to yay. do what we do every week, which is do the uh, what's it called the stat question, which I haven't picked yet because I've been real bad about it lately. And so we're gonna rank Pokemon by attack. So I want to know what. Uh, let's say what Rock type Pokemon has the highest base attack. Of all rock type Pokemon. Ooh. Mm. Um, well, Rampardus has 165, as we learned last week, which is pretty darn high. Yeah. Um, but there there might be something higher. Let me uh, think. Uh, no. What about the um ty- uh oh my god. Ty- uh what's the what's its name? Mega uh, Tyranitar? No, 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 no. The uh, the other fossil, the T Rex. Tyrantrum. Tyrantrum. I, I I don't think Tyrantrum goes up over Mega Evolutions. Okay. Hmm. This is a tough one because Mega Teeter I think also goes up to something like one sixty five, uh-huh. but it might be higher. Megalodactyl is is strong, but. It might not be as strong, simply because like the base stat total it starts from is lower. Uh, what do you think? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I have no idea, honestly. Right, rock types have never been my forte, but Mega Aerodactyl makes sense. Uh, Mega Tyranitar makes sense to me, and and Rampardus still makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Are there any other rock type Megas? Um. Uh... Onyx? Meg- Mega Onyx is rock? Or is it ground? Um, no, Mega Steelix is ground steel. Oh and God, Mega Aggron oh has a huge attack, but it loses the rock type when it Mega okay. Evolves. Yeah, so, that's what I thought. I'm going to need mm, an answer. Uh, I, I would pick between Mega Titar and Rampardos. You choose. Okay, let's go. Uh, wait, I looked up Mega Titar when I was supposed to battle Scrawn. Its attack stat was um, not... I don't think it was higher than Rampardos. It might be Rampardos still. Then go for Rampardos. Okay, Rampardos. That is correct. Rampardos has a base attack of 165. Mega Titar does come in a close second, though, with a base attack of 164. Um, Oh, Yes. Thank and then you, you did forget you did forget a rock you effect. did forget a rock mega though, and that is Mega Deonce at one sixty. Uh, <laughs> Mega I, I knew it wasn't I knew it was like a tiny bit lower. And then Rhyperior uh, comes in with a base one forty, and then I'm just helping you all break the game for snag, and then uh, <laughs> and then you get uh and then you also get Archaeops at one forty. So and then uh Gigalith and Mega Aerodactyl actually tied. With uh, no Titar is still one below them, but yes, uh, there you go. That is it. So that gives you guys five points today. I don't know what the rankings are because I didn't ask Scrawn or Snag this week what their points were. So 
that is going to be it for the show today. We'll see where that race to 30 is next week. And we'll see which one of your co-hosts will become the champion and get that plush. Welcome to Poco's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we are going to quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. So, of course, that means no computer screens. Our hosts are going to be acting as a team to answer these questions. There are going to be five questions worth one point apiece. One of these questions will have a bonus point attached to it, so that's six points. And they will be allowed to use one hint throughout the entire uh, questions, which if they don't get all the questions correct and they don't use the hint, they can cash that in for a seventh point. So there's a possible total of seven. They are competing against the other hosts on the show to get a potential uh, 30 points, and the winner gets a plush from Pokemon Center of their choice under $20. So there we go. There are the rules. There's what's at stake. And I'm pretty sure Whimsicott's winning because I haven't been keeping score. So You should totally like give me my actual score. Like, I maybe later this week after the show's done. <laughs> <laughs> because at this point, I'm curious. All right, so we are going to go ahead and we're going to kick things off with a what I think is a softball from Bod Talk. So, out of all of the Pokemon games that have ever come out, two of we're not going to include third versions here, by the way. Uh, two of the uh, games, like two different versions together combined, actually are the top-selling games on their console. What games are those? Huh. The top-selling games on their console. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not red and blue because they got beat by Tetris. But what about gold and silver? Gold and silver are on... Because uh, uh, there's the Game Boy and the then Game there's Boy the Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color yeah. is not a separate entity. Exactly. What? It, I feel thing. like it should be. All right, all right. Okay, so it's not those. Um, then it gets harder because there's a lot more games. <laughs> yes, but um, um, I think generation a lot three... of people bought uh, DSs or three DSs. A lot of people bought three DSs for X and Y. Yes, but three um, DS also has stuff like um, Mario and Smash Bros. Um, I don't know that that would have outsold. Like, I don't know. Pokemon is pretty much the reason people buy um, the handhelds. So you think? In my mind, in my think, mind, maybe I'm wrong. You think Pokemon X and Y might be the best-selling games on 3DS ever? I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It's really tough. Because um, the thing is, all the others, are like big Nintendo titles, usually they have their main series, or like their big ones, go to the console. Um, and Pokemon's kind of unique in that it's like the big one that has always been on the um, mobile. That's my point. Like, on the on the DS, like, what's what's fighting against Diamond and Pearl? Well, uh, black and white. And Black and white didn't sell nearly as true. much as Diamond and Pearl. I guess. I don't know. I wasn't really part of it is I wasn't playing Diamond and Pearl when it came out. So I have a bad gauge of how successful it was. And I also okay. think they're just garbage compared to almost every other game in the series. Okay. So, so I'm like, why did anyone buy that? But I'm okay. probably wrong. I'm gonna that's need really an answer. Close. Okay. I think it's uh, XY. You think it's okay, Diamond and Pearl. Oh, we no, 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 no. I'm fine with X and Y. Like I'm fine I hope with Diamond I remember and Pearl too, cor- I hope I remember correctly. That red and blue sold less than Tetris, but it's just because Tetris came with the console. What's your answer? Mm. Go for it. Go for it. 
I, I think it's X and Y. Okay, let's go with that. That is unfortunately incorrect, but it's super close. So the answer is actually Ruby and Sapphire. Are you the, kidding? The Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, the Game Boy Advance didn't have that many games or good games, I should say. Um, and so, actually, let me give you the list of the best-selling games from uh, the Game Boy Advance. Are ready? One, two, and three. The top, the top three slots: uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, followed by Pokemon Emerald. All the Pokemon games ca- take up the one, two, and three slots for the Game Boy Advance, followed by Mario Kart in the number four slot. And unfortunately for the 3DS, X and Y are the second best-selling games for the 3DS. Uh, so close. So close. right what, after uh, Mario Kart Seven. See, that's not that good of a Mario Kart either. That Mario kind of Kart Seven game. came with a 2DS bundle, though. Mm-hmm. It came with a bundle, and they pushed it real hard. Like if you were a kid buying a 3DS and you weren't buying Pokemon, you were buying Mario Kart. Because they still push Mario Kart today, even because that's one of those games that they drop to like their select things as well. So it's twenty bucks instead of thirty, and you can get cheap Mario Kart now. People are still buying it. So. To be fair, like the new Mar- the latest Mario Kart for the Switch is pretty good. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, Mario Kart Seven is essentially in that same vein. Like it's Mario Kart Eight for the Switch and for the Wii U, for, in that matter. Um, Mario Kart did really well. Like just in seven and eight back to back, they did really well together. They, they played off each other very well. So that is unfortunately incorrect, but we'll move on to this next question. And I hope you guys can get this. I want to know which rock-type Pokemon is the lightest rock-type Pokemon by weight. Well, that's interesting. Mm. Uh, it's it's Meteor. I was wondering if it could be Meteor after it like changes um, form. Uh, I think I think there's a decent chance it's me and your. Well, let's Let me go think. through the other rock types too, just in case. Like a, a very light one could be mm-hmm. like Diancie or Carbink. Um, but um, another super like then no. uh, four no, then three. No, most of them are not like inherently light. Yes, there are Rockruff's a few. Rockruff's pretty that... light, probably. Rockruff. Yeah, mm. it's a puppy. I don't think it's that light. Mm. Like I'm thinking it's one of those Pokemon that have the rock type like kind of tacked onto it. Sure. Minior um, seems like a good option. But I, don't know, I like Minior, but Minior I never makes sense. Minior never, makes sense because it loses weight once when it, it's um, in core yeah, form. Shields down, right? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna need the answer. What do you want to go with? Splime? I think let's go with what you said. Let's go with Minior. Okay, Minior with the that- shields down. That is correct. Minior core form is the lightest rock type Pokemon. All right, so we're gonna move on to uh, just a little bit, a little bit to the past. We're talking Gen Six right now. So back in Gen Six, there was an official poll taken to rank all 649 Pokemon. Or yeah, 49. No, not 649. Okay. That's Gen Five. Mm. 721, 721 Pokemon. Pokemon, and they ranked them all. And, and I everyone wanted- got a free one, right? Uh, they got the free yeah. top one, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the top. They one. also they also made a note of who was at the bottom, and I want to yes. know who was voted as the worst Pokemon. It was Simisage. <laughs> no, not Simisage. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, no, that's uh, Simisir. I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds very. It was Simisir. Is that I, your I, final I, answer? Yeah, yes. top one was Arceus, and bottom was Simisir. I thought you were going to say the top. I'm like, it was an Arceus because I remember getting it for free. The, no, the bottom was Simisir. I think you're right. That is or sage seer. 
or Sage? Which one no, are you no, going no. It was Simi's here. It, it was the it was fire the one. one. I just it was the evolved mis- fire I just one. misspoke. Yeah. yeah. That is correct. It was Simisir, the Pokemon that everybody hated. Although, honestly, I think the water and grass I are mean, worse his, than the fire. I mean, his one. head literally looks like fiery poo. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Better than broccoli. Mm, I can't with them. All broccoli right. is better. That's why Simisage wasn't the very bottom of the, of the list. The next one is your bonus point question. I came up with this in the five minutes before the segment, so it's either really hard or really easy. And I'm going to say it's Wait, the which one was the uh, which one was the two pointer? This one. Oh, okay. This one. Uh, the two pointer is oh, right here. So I w- so the Pokemon company is made up of an ownership of three different companies, including Nintendo. What are the other two? Uh, Nintendo, Pokemon Company, and Creatures Inc. No, no, they make up the Pokemon Company. Oh, okay, Nintendo, Game Freak, and Game Creatures Freak. Inc. Sure, yeah. That's your final answer. Yeah, I didn't know that third one. I'm glad you did. That is correct. Uh, it is Game Freak, Creatures Inc., and Nintendo. I think that's just really important to bring up because when the announcements were made on Tuesday, Nintendo stock jumped. And it, it's Pokemon Company that's making a lot of these things. Uh, though Nintendo is going to make a lot of money on selling their 20 million Switch units, probably. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So that gives you guys four points so far today. And we're still on to the stack question, which is sometimes the easiest question of them all. I just. But we're still going to use our hint for this since we yeah, can't Yeah, you might that. as well. Exactly. We, we certainly will, yeah. Let me figure out uh, what base stat we're doing today, and we'll have a good time. So let's see. Oh, oop, 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 oop. You're going to look at the fastest Pokemon, who is also a fighting type. Fastest fighting type Pokemon. Go. What is, Give us what a is, hint. Uh, it, it's a dual type. It's also, um, it's also something that I missed. Um, it's very high up there. It's like third overall. Oh, gosh. Third fastest Pokemon overall. Base, Interesting. Base, base speed of 151. Oh, oh wow. it's Feromosa. Is Feromosa 151? Yes. Then yeah. That is correct. Feromosa is the fastest fighting type Pokemon. I missed it. I looked at I, lo- I saw Mega Lopunny and then I looked up and I'm like, wait a second, it's Feromosa when I asked the question. So that is correct. It is Feromosa. That gives you guys five points to that. That's pretty good. You're doing pretty strong mm. here. So you guys are yeah. doing that was that was a solid that was a solid trivia segment. So I'm pretty sure Whimsicott's winning. She has probably like 20 points, and that that will get her close to uh, close to winning. So and she just did Game Corner. So. Yeah, so that's an extra point. Buckles Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. We are going to ask them five questions worth one point apiece, and one of those point questions is going to have a bonus point attached to it, so that's six questions, and they get one hint to use throughout the entire course. If they get all of the questions correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for a second point for a possible total of seven points. Uh, all of these questions are going to be either really difficult or really hard, but I expect all seven points to be gained today because this was a very Re- quick, really difficult put together or quiz. really hard. Yeah, uh, because when they're random, I don't have time to actually prep for them. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys are you guys are competing against the other co-hosts, first 30 points, I think Whimsicott's winning. I don't know how many she has. She probably has like 20-some. I'm just going to make up a number and people are going to believe me. So... Just the next time she's on, let her win. <laughs> yeah, she'll just. I'm just gonna be like, you have 30 points, yay! Uh, and that's how it's gonna work. So we are gonna go ahead and 
go go through these questions. If you guys are ready, I will start with question number one. Yeah, go for it. All right. Question number one. I want to know what the longest Pokemon route is. Pokemon, is it a route that I want to call it? I want to call it, yeah, I want, I want to call it a, uh, a route or it, it, not necessarily a route, but some section of the game. What is the longest one by tile? Define longest, though. What do you mean by define it? It's longest. Like you can go straight in it the longest. Okay, because that's different than say it took you the most time. No, no, I, I yeah. Which one is the longest? Oh dear. Um, it is the longest route in any core series game. So only core series games. They're all you have to think about. Um. So, so my thought. On it's not necessarily is, named route as well. Just keep that in mind because you do have other locations and stuff like that. So. So my initial thought on this Linian is that it's uh would be one of the biking trails where you can bike and like try to hatch your eggs either in like Gen Four or Gen Five and whatnot. But the fact that he's having hesitation calling it a route makes me think it's one of the bridges in um in Gen Five. So it doesn't it, it doesn't need to be called a route. I do want to make that clear. It doesn't need to be called yeah. a route. Which is why I make I'm thinking it's one of the bridges in Gen Five. If it's not a bridge in Gen Five, I just. My question is, I don't know if my answer qualifies, but I think it would be Flower Paradise in Gen 4, where you encounter Shaman. Ooh. Where you're just running forever and ever and ever. And ever. That's a good call. I think we should I think we should go with that answer, because whether if that's had something else in mind, I think that one trumps it. <laughs> I, I just, I don't, the problem is I don't know if it counts as a route, but I don't see why does, I wouldn't. I don't know, because it's event locked. I don't know. I, I would say the Flower Paradise. Let, let's go with that, and just for fun, as a runner-up, uh, so uh, let's go with that answer, but I'm going to say uh, as a runner-up, let's call it Sky Arrow Bridge, which is probably yeah, wrong. It's the only bridge I can think of, though. But our, sure. our primary answer, yes, is Flower Paradise. All right. That is correct-ish. I'll take it, uh, because it's actually called Seabreak Path, but it leads to Flower oh. Paradise. You were thinking of the ah. right thing. Uh, but it is Seabreak Path because it is 256 units and eight blocks on the town map, uh, which it would be impossible for a game in Generation 3 to support this path uh, <laughs> because of how long <laughs> it is. 55, that would do it. Yep. So it is, it is incredibly long, but that is correct. That is one point for you guys today. So we're awesome. going to move on. So this next question, we're going to forget Gen 7 even happened. We're going to forget Auras even happened. And I want to know, up until X and Y, what is the only Pokemon family that was capable of being caught while holding the item Light Clay? Okay, well, that was a question a while back, but I forget what the answer that was disqualified was. Well, it's not Mudbray. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. can't get that. So it's, well, we're only going up to X and Y. Only up to X and Y. Exactly. That's why I'm saying it's not Mudbray. (laughs) Yes. And Uh, my, for some reason, like, it's jumping out to me to say Clay Doll, but I think that that is... I thought that also, was was that added? Was that like one like it didn't have it before, but then it was added? I don't remember. Shoot, and this yeah, this was only like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so light clay was added Gen four, yeah. Like it didn't it didn't exist before Gen four, or did it? I I don't uh, recall. <laughs> no, no, it was a Gen five item. Um, no, it was Gen five. And if it was in Gen, it, it was introduced in Gen five. It was only held item. It can't be clay at all. Yeah. Okay. I agree. So what? Um, what ground types were in that game? There was Excadrill. There was 
there was goal, 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 it, goal, it, goal, it, goal, it. That's yes. It was goal, it. Yes. Is that your final answer? I could be very, and you know what? That would make sense because Golet and Claydol, uh, Golet and Baltoy are version exclusives in Ultra. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that answer, Golet. That is correct. That is uh, is Golet and Golurk. Claydol got it in Oraz. So all right, boom, boom, boom. Good, good, good call. Good catch, Lenian. Yeah, <laughs> boom. You guys are you guys are really going cray here. Uh, I, so, so I'll ask you, uh, I'll give you an option here. I have two questions geared up, but one of them, I don't know a good way to ask it. So do you want a video game question or a TCG question? Oh, video game. Video game. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, T- I have a TCG question, but I don't think anybody in this, in this room would be able to answer it properly. I say, is so, it about Volcanian or Guzzlord? <laughs> no, no, it is not. The jungle set. No, not at all. So let's see here. Uh, boop, 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 boop. I want to know what the lowest level possible to obtain uh, a – well, nah, that's not true. Let's not go with that one. Um, let's say uh, – what is the only Pokemon to get stabbed with explosion, excluding Smeargle? That can learn it naturally? That can learn it. <laughs> uh, explosion, okay. not self-destruct. There's a difference. For some reason, I thought that that was like a tutor move at some point. Nope. Uh, Maybe in Gen okay, two. So, uh, I, I'm talking about Gen seven, though. Like we're in Gen seven. Snor- Snorlax is a self destructor. Yeah, I would say that was my first thought, but yeah, probably that. Uh, not that. Um, trying to think about what other normal types would. Um, um, there's two answers actually. I just realized I'm an idiot, but there are two answers. Um, so, see, explosion. They don't tend to give to. Uh, it's a lot of rock types and ground types. Yeah. Or like machine Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, so, I mean, we could go with Snorlax because he just changed to say, oh, there's two of them now. <laughs> um, I, I just, I feel like this is wrong. <laughs> let me think here. Uh, normal types that have explosion. One. There's only oh, two of them. Uh, there's two of them. I know one of them. Okay. Because that was a gimmick with with uh, Licky Licky uh, back in Gen Four. TM. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay, good. TM. It learned it by TM. Trademark as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Licky Licky, and then uh, you don't need the other one. This isn't a two. I have a two part. Oh, this was just, not... I thought this was a two. Okay. Parter. No, okay. I I have a two part. This was an accidental two parter. Um, but <laughs> Let, let's just take let's take Licky Licky and run then. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. The other answer is Silvali. Uh, Silvali got it in Gen oh, Seven. Oh yeah. So you I don't have to. That last, I with him with that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But Licky Licky was the answer I was originally looking for. So that's that is correct. That is three points for you guys today. The next question is your double question answer or your double your double point question. The bonus point. Uh, so there are two water rock type Pokemon that are not fossils. What are they? Well, one is Relicamp. Uh, <laughs> I know that much. I get so we, we have one point. Yep. Um, Corsola. I mean, it's a living, huh? Corsola. Corsola. A great, a great drink. <laughs> uh, and those are your answers, division. right? All right. Uh, yeah, those are our answers. Yeah. That's correct right. on both accounts. <laughs> All right. So now we, now we have to do the stat move, as always. 
Um, let me let me pull up my list. I, I have a list that I go to now uh, uh, <laughs> because I have to get like interesting, especially with Sublime now memorizing all of them. So like I have to I have to get really interesting about it. So we're gonna go we're gonna go with uh, defense today, and I want to know what. Let's see. Uh, let's find a good type. Let's find a good type. Um, that would be a bad type to ask. Um, rock, rock. Yeah. What is the only okay pure ghost type Pokemon with the highest base defense? Pure ghost type, not dual type. Isn't it so just is ghost. It not Pythagoras. That's what I was gonna say. That's my first thought. Um, what other pure ghosts really are? There's Miss Magius, but that's definitely wrong. Uh, I accidentally uh, made this question geez. easy. <laughs> uh, so. uh, but let's go. Let's go with uh, Rodriguez then. <laughs> let's go with. Uh, I don't want to be wrong because I'm so close to seven. But uh, let's go with Rodriguez. That is correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I actually don't know what it is for uh, dual type. <laughs> for dual type the answer is Aegislash like it's not, if it's ghost type it's oh, Aegislash yeah, right. because, yeah because yeah, Aegislash has base 150 um, it actually is tied with Dewblade fun fact for base defense so take that <laughs> with the, take that for what you will base special defense is way lower but base defense is the same alright mm-hmm. though so that is 7 or say so yeah 7 points for you guys today that is the first 7 points I've given out in forever so good on you guys <laughs> last minute <laughs> trivia right. questions for the win all right, so we Although are. All these points are probably going to go to waste. <laughs> They're all going to go to waste anyway because Whimsicott's going to win the next time she's on. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. They are in a race of 30 points, but right now it really doesn't matter because Whimsicott wins the next time she's on the show, mostly because I lost track of the points. And I'm not going to go back and try to find out all the point scores again. Nice. So let's just win anyway and make your... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I, I hope that in retrospect, somebody goes and looks up the points, like, maybe a year or two later, and they're just like, by the way, somebody hit 30 points before Whimsicott. Yeah, it was basket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you won't have like a coaster or something, mate. Uh, yeah, well, actually, what they're competing for oh. now is a plush from under $20 from the PokemonCenter.com website. I can get a second bounce suite. <laughs> to be fair, the plushes from Pokemon Center are much higher quality than that you're going to find in GameStop. <laughs> I, true. I never got into plushes because they all look like crap, in my opinion. You are wrong. There's a couple of them where it's like, okay... Like those are those are done really well, but some of them you can see the shape. The more intricate ones are really bad. If you need to look at the PokemonCenter.com website because those are top notch in my opinion, and most of the it, most of the plushes they make are base form on purpose because if not, it gets too intricate. But <laughs> for those of you who do not know anything about Pokemon or Puckle's Poke Quiz, we ask five questions, eat worth one point apiece. However, one of these questions will have a bonus point attached to it. So they can try for six points. They do get one hint to help them answer all of the questions. If they answer all of the questions correctly without using the hint, they can cash it in for an extra point for a possible total of seven. So if you guys are ready, I have a bunch of questions that weren't written by me ready to go. Let's go for it. I'm ready. All right. So we're going to start things out nice and easy, nice and light. I want to know what is the lightest ground type Pokemon? Not me specifically. I believe this is actually BK Cobra. 
He wants to know. Oh, no, it's not BK Cobra. I got this wrong. It is Hydra. Hydra wants to know, what is the lightest ground type Pokemon? The lightest ground type Pokemon. Well, like the first thing that comes to mind is Diglett, but like, I don't know if that's true. Well, is this, is is this like a mono ground or is this like a, uh, yes. No, it just has to have ground typing. Yeah. Wait. Sure. It's a mono ground. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I'll give you that Um, for free. Okay. Hmm. And I would say, I would say either uh, Diglett or Trapinch because Trapinch is like a bug thing. Yeah. Trapinch has a big, big head though. Gorilla and Diglett would weigh more. Uh, let's think about other stuff. Okay. Yeah, he's got that hair. Yeah, that hair, and he's steel type, so I just assume. Oh yeah, it's a mono type, so that. <laughs> that. In Gen Four, I can. There's Hippopotamus. I'm gonna need an answer. He's like a uh, in Gen Five, but he has the same issue with Hippopotas or whatever because he's an elephant. So uh, I just want to go with Diglett if that's okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's a pile of dirt. How much can he weigh? Hmm. All right, yes. Diglett is correct. So that is Yay! one point for you guys. All right, so that's one. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna move on to our next question, which comes from Ironcaster on the Discord, and he wants to know: in the anime, how many siblings does Brock have? Oh my goodness, it's a lot. <laughs> I know that much. I have absolutely no clue uh do we have an over under <laughs> oh yeah i'll give you a plus or minus one oh, plus okay. or minus two uh, i'll be nice <laughs> plus or minus two <laughs> well in that case i want to say nine <laughs> is that uh, fair because <laughs> he has a lot is that your final answer uh i'm gonna i'm gonna say seven i'll say seven okay let's go with his seven that is within the margin of error uh, the answer is actually nine, but that gives you guys mm. the point. He has five brothers and four sisters, for those of you wondering at home. So nice. it is nine. Yeah. One of them is Forrest. <laughs> Don't they introduce most of them throughout the show? Just no, only random. one. Only one. Oh, really? Only one of them gets Just like one. a special aside. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, because the new Pewter City gym leader is actually Brock's brother, Forrest. I mean, in reality, no one really cares about Brock, so no <laughs> one's really cared about siblings. That's kind of true. Our next question comes from, I believe this one is actually from, uh, nope, this one is from Sparky, and he wants to know about Sneasel evolving into Weavile. He says, to evolve Sneasel into Weavile, it must be holding a razor claw and be leveled up at night. This, these are really specific circumstances, by the way. Um, yeah. It, it's almost as bad as if Nintendo were just like, man, when this Pokemon hits level 30, you should flip your 3DS upside down. <laughs> uh, if only that was a joke. And so <laughs> in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, there are only two ways of obtaining a Razor Claw. You are given one by an NPC in Tapu Village. What is the other way you can obtain a Razor Claw? Uh, catching uh, a Sneasel. Is that what it is? Well, that's what I'm thinking because... In a lot of gens, that's something that Sneasel has on him. Yeah, and you can f- catch uh, Sneasel in that one icy mountain place. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, if you can come up with a better idea, let's go for that because I'm purely basing that off of the other games. Well, my guess would have just been Battle Tree. Oh uh, well, uh, that's probably completely possible too. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes it. Um, so then let's do. I'll say it's not Battle Tree. I'll say not Battle Tree. It's not I like it. your answer, Basket. 
Okay, then we'll say catching a sneezel with razor claw. That is incorrect, kind of, for the most part. Uh, so it isn't what? held item by a Pokemon, just not by Sneasel. It's actually by the Komoo huh. line. Jengmo'o, Hakamo'o, and Komoo oh. actually all, all right. have a chance to hold it. Komoo hmm. itself has like a 50% chance if you can find a wild one, which can happen from my understanding. It's just like a 1% chance. Yeah, SOS oh. battles, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. And that's right. Sneasel doesn't hold the... Sneasel doesn't hold that. He holds something else that's some other claw. or Oh, yes. He holds the grip thing. claw. The grip claw. Grip claw. Yeah. Crap. The item uh-huh. that nobody else uses. But that's close, guys. So the next question is the question that contains your bonus point. And this one comes from BK Cobra. And I'm pretty sure you're not going to get it right. But I needed trivia questions. And <laughs> it was it was pretty timely. Bring it on. In the new footage of Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee shown at E3 this week, it was revealed that Pikachu learns a move it hasn't in previous titles. Oh, what I move was it? And you get a wait, bonus wait. point. And you get a bonus point. Wait. So one point for knowing the move, and another point for knowing what level it learns the move. Okay, I, I think it was Double Kick, and I think the level was like fourteen or fifteen. I'm gonna go with your judgment on this one, <laughs> but I can't remember if it was 14 or 15. Uh, it doesn't I'm matter. Say, I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna say double kick at 14. That is correct on the move, but incorrect on the oh. level. It is it is double kick. Uh, he does learn double kick now because we have to make things easy for you going into gym leader battles significantly <laughs> more so than before, and uh, it's almost as bad as Charmeleon learning Metal Claw and Leaf Green and Fire Red. It blew my mind that nobody that was playing like on the live stream like yeah, saw that. Saw, so, well, they like, saw it. They saw it. They probably just didn't want to mention it like outright. Yeah, like it, it, like that's just that's just like a bigger sign of hand holding than anything else, uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was crazy to me because it was like, wait, is that a new move? Why is nobody talking about this? What's going on? And then and then uh, I was like, oh wait, no, okay. Because I was gonna, I was gonna actually write to the Viridian Guild. And I was gonna yeah. be like, Pikachu learns a new move, and then, and then I was like, wait, no, just double kick. He probably already knows that move, but I never use Pikachu. He doesn't since like he doesn't. Gen. It's just new. <laughs> it's just new to him now. Uh, it, he learns it at level nine now, though. In uh, in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Well, at least in the beta that they showed. Oh wow! Uh, so that That's... that gives you guys three total points today. So let's see if we can make it four. Um, you do still have the hint. Yeah, and two uh, of the answers to our questions today have been nine. So uh, we're almost at three nines, and then I can do a very inappropriate reference. Too bad, because this is question number five, <laughs> and as always, every week, it is, uh, it is a stat-based question. And I want to know today, what is the Ice-type Pokemon with the highest base special attack? Ah. Uh... Okay, the first thing, like, I've been raising a Frostlass, so Frostlass comes to mind, but I don't think it's Frostlass. Is uh, um, is the Ice Kyrim or whatever, is, is that one special? Uh, Kyrim. Kyrim, it, yeah. It could be uh, White Kyrim, I think. Maybe it's Reshiram? White Kyrim could be it, I think. Reshiram is fire. Oh, White Kyrim is uh, half Reshiram, half Kyrim. It's, uh, it's the merged form. DNA splicers. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, so that comes to mind. I know it has the most potential for a powerful move uh, in the game, or it used to, at least. Um, Is that your final like, answer? No! Chill out, man! Um, I'm thinking. Uh, let's see, what do we got? What do we got? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. There aren't many ice types out let's, there. Let's do that. Let's do that. 
uh, the white white Kiram. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that one. That okay. is correct. Uh, it is yeah. white Kyram with a base one seventy special attack. It's like in the top five or six, man. It's it's up there. But yeah, fight me, Kyram, and it it'll smack you down. Looking at you, Keldio. And so that is going to be you it for this. Saying Kyram, and every time you do it, it triggers me. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be it for this week's edition of uh, what's it called? Po- Puckle's Pokey Quiz. <laughs> There's four points for you guys. Let's see who gets the 31st trick question. The answer is Whimsicott. Welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. We have Whimsicott and Maximus today competing with we- each other. Well, they're competing together as a team to answer five questions about Pokemon, which are whatever I came up with this week. And you can uh, so each question is worth one point. One of the questions contains a bonus point that they can use, and then from there. They can all they also have one hint that they can use. However, if they don't use the hint, they can cash it in for an extra point. They are racing to thirty to see who can get that exclusive plush under twenty dollars from PokemonCenter.com. So let's see what we can do from here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It turns out that Whimsicott actually has twenty eight points. She sat down and did the uh, did the math already. So <laughs> she'll yeah, probably win I w- I today. I wasn't gonna steal a win. <laughs> so so Whimsicott is. Two points away from winning. However, if Maximus helps her cross the finish line, he gets to start out next session with whatever points they earn today. So if you guys are ready, we'll get into it. Let's do it. Are we ready? Let's go. (laughs) All right. Question number one. I think this is a softball. We're just going to. I hope you guys hit this one out of the park. All right. So looking at the Ultra Ball, the Ultra Ball design contains a large letter H on the top of the Ultra Ball in yellow. Why does it have an H? That's the question. I need the answer. Um, I assume it's because it's called something else in Japanese because the Beast Ball is called the Ultra Ball in Japanese. Um, do you remember what the Japanese name of the Ultra Ball is? Not a clue. Uh... I'm guessing it starts with H. Yeah, but what's the word, though? Hyper, Hyper Ball. That's it. Huh. Is that your oh, final answer? Hyperball. Mm. It sounds about right, right? Because it, it, they're called something different in Italian. Like the Great Bull is the Mega Bull. So, uh, and I, I think it might have been the Hyperball. That makes so, sense. Yeah, Hyperball. Yeah, let's go with that. That is correct. It was called the Hyperball in Japanese. So there's a giant H on the top of it. And they just never changed Thank the design. You, Italian. All right, moving <laughs> on. The questions are going to get a little bit tougher now. All right, so it turns out that there's one move in all of Pokemon that changes its accuracy based on a Pokemon's type. What is that move? Based on the Pokemon's type that's using it. I should make that clarification. Okay. Wait, so depending on the Pokemon it's... That's using it. Has, it. Depending on the Pokemon that's using it, it has a different accuracy. And well, it, technically... Technically curse... Yeah, good changes based on if you're a ghost. That it just it has different it has different uses. That doesn't count. That's that doesn't okay. that doesn't count. Oh yes, it's toxic because it's one hundred percent accurate if it's used by a poison type, and it's ninety percent accurate when it's used by something else, or eighty percent or eighty five. I don't know. I know it's one hundred percent accurate now in Gen Seven when it's used by a poison type. Fair enough. 
Toxic is correct. That is two points for you, and Wibsy cut us across the finish line into the 30-point territory. But we still so have... now we're going to carry Maximus to an early lead. Let's to an early lead. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So next question. So if you play Pokemon uh, XD for the GameCube, you can actually technically use a Gen 4 Pokemon in battle during that, in the game. Which Gen 4 Pokemon could you use in Pokemon XD, a Generation 3 game? Is, is Bonsly a Generation 4 Pokemon? Yes, it is. Then it's Bonesly. Is that your final answer? I'm pretty sure you, it's that one, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bonesly, yeah. Bonesly, yeah, it was up there with, was it, what was that Pokemon name? But yeah, it is a Gen 4 Pokemon. I, like, the last time I checked, that's something changed in the history. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if it's a Gen 3 or a Gen 4 Pokemon, but the confusion is probably caused by the fact that it was first introduced in a Gen 3 game, which is Pokemon XD. So let's go with that one. That is correct. So in Pokemon XD, there is actually this bingo mode you could play, and you could use it to get items and essentially battle point equivalents in Pokemon XD. And one of the bingo cards you could use was a Bonsly-themed one, and you could actually use Bonsly to battle in that bingo system. Uh, Pokemon XD was a solid game. Both Colosseum and XD were actually pretty solid games. So that is correct, though. That is correct. That gives you guys three points so far. Our next question is the question that contains your bonus point. And it was something that I learned today, and I was pleasantly surprised to learn. So we are going to go ahead and talk about the manga. So in the Pokemon Adventure manga, if you look at the the main characters, red or blue, we're just going to look at blue from the Pokemon Adventures manga. Wait, is is that blue, 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 or green, blue? I was about to make that distinction. It is, it is, (laughs) it is the American blue. Um, so the, the boy, the boy, yes, uh, Gary. It is the Gary equivalent in the in the manga. And so, if you look at Blue's roster, since my last recollection of him being in the manga was an Emerald, the Emerald Saga, which I'm sure both of you remember, uh, he actually has appeared in mangas in the manga after that, both in the Heart Gold Soul Silver manga set, series and in the X Y Saga, actually. Both times he displayed new po- new additions to his team, one of them being an evolution of one of his previous Pokemon, and another one being a completely new Pokemon altogether. What were they? One point for each. Well, let's remember well, let's remember his team, then we can probably tell which one of these Pokemon can evolve. Well, uh, he had uh, Charizard, which not is not new and doesn't evolve. Um... He had, I'm pretty sure at one point he did have an Eevee. Mm. But I think that Eevee... How did no, he evolve he it into... Did he? Okay. Didn't he evolve did he it into... Uh, hmm? Did he really have an Eevee? Because I know, I know Red had one. Mm. And it evolved into a Spion at the end, I think. Um, yeah, I know he had a Pidgeot. That's not it. That's not it. Do you want to use the hint for this one? Go ahead. Let's go ahead. It's two points. Might as well. Exactly. All right. So I actually knew this one, be the first one, because of the evolution, because it's actually stated at the end of Emerald or the end of the Leaf Green Fire Red Saga, because Blue is known as the traitor, and they were bringing up something about one of his Pokemon, specifically a rock ground type. And... If we're going to talk about the hint for the other one, it is a Gen 6 Pokemon because it came from X and Y. 
Uh, so it's not Evie. I'll say it's not Evie. Okay, oh. so Ron is Golem. An excellent one. What? No, no, no. It's it's a new evolution. They were both. These are Pokemon that came out in the generations in which the manga showed him in as well. I mm-hmm. want to say, make that clear. So oh, no it was problem. a new evolution in Generation Four, and it's a new Pokemon in Generation Six, and it's uh, it's a it's one of the ghost types that showed up in Generation Six, just to make it a little bit easier. Wait, but you mentioned a rock ground type. There is a rock ground type that got. But there's evolution. two Pokemon. There's two Pokemon. One, so one evolved, and one's a brand new one. So the one that evolved is a rock ground type, and the new Pokemon is ghost type. Among and, the like 39 new evolutions in Generation Four, which one was rock ground, Maximus? Um, in Generation Four. Yeah. Rhyperior. Okay, thank you. Perfect. One is Rhyperior. And a ghost type in Generation 6. Hmm. Mm. Well, there's the Trevenant line, the um, Phantom line, and... um, Uh. Oh, he probably has Aegislash. He's that kind of character. (laughs) So he, he might have, like, a Hone Edge. So what is your what is your final? And I, I bet he wills it. Gosh darn it! <laughs> Do you want to go with those answers? That's fine. Uh, so Rhyperior and Honedge, or some kind of Honedge yes. line, uh, that is correct in the Rhyperior. It is incorrect in the Ghost type. The Ghost type is actually Pumpkaboo. He has a Pumpkaboo, which oh, is really interesting. Yeah, it's really cute. He like does something with Diane or not Diantha, Cynthia, in uh, in Generation. Six or not, Cynthia Diantha. It was Diantha in Generation Six. He helps her out somehow. I don't know. It was really cool to see that he actually made appearances post Heart Gold Soul Silver. I was very excited about that. I secretly kind of really like that character. So yeah, I, I mean, should, manga, should start reading the manga again. The manga is real good up until Diamond and Pearl IMO, and we all agree with that. Which uh, is when yeah. I stopped reading it. Yep. All right, so we are going to do our base stat question then. You guys are at four points, so you guys are doing pretty well. Let's see if we can make it five. I want to know what pure ghost type has the highest base special defense. Uh, pure ghost type? Pure oh, ghost type. Isn't it, isn't it Miss Magius? Because she has like one special defense. Something? Special defense, not special attack. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Um... So the last time the answer for the ghost type with the highest defense, like the pure ghost type with special the highest defense, defense. Special defense. The last time the answer was Cofagrigus, but Cofagrigus is physically defensive, not special mm-hmm. defensive. So it's not that one. Could it be something like, um, what's uh, the name of uh, like um, um, the Dusk Noir? It could be because let's see, Dusnor. Dusnor is pretty physically, is pretty specially defensive in my recalling of of how these things work. Uh, Um, I remember that people usually use dust clubs with an eviolite because it like it just gets bulkier overall, but dust clubs has. Like good defensive stats. Mm-hmm. We're not including item application. Are no, we? we're not including Eviolite. No Eviolite. Okay. Mm. 
know why he's telling my, my brain keeps going in his mad years. There I don't know not, why. Like there are not that many pure ghost types. And I'm trying to remember like can you think of any other pure ghost types? Pure ghosts. Besides those three? Exactly. Uh, there probably are a few, but like Bonnet is not defensive. Not at all. I know that personally. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna need an answer. I'm gonna need an answer. Do you <sighs> wanna go with Dusk Noir? Because I honestly can't think of anything else. I'm sorry. We can't. Your pick. We can go with Dusk Noir. Okay, let's go with Dusk Noir. That is correct. Dusknor has a mm. base 135 special defense. Dusknor has a base 130, so obviously Eviolate's better. But yeah, Dusknor is the answer. I used to run one of those back in Gen 4. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, off the top of your head, you wouldn't know what Miss Magius is, would you? Uh, it's 105. 105. Well, I wasn't even close. <laughs> so it's uh, it's close. Well, not really. But No, no I wasn't. Like, I was well, yeah. I wasn't at all. <laughs> All right, so that gives you guys five points. So that crosses the finish line for Whimsicott, and Maximus gets to start the next round in the lead right now with five points with everybody else yet to get on the board. Woo! We hope you like that. If you want to keep up with Puckle throughout the week, you can go over to the main feed at Puckle Podcast, or you can, of course, just check us out on Discord. Link is in the show notes. You can always support the show in a number of ways by checking out our YouTube channel for more content. You can also check out our Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, and our YouTube is youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. You can, of course, help support the show in a variety of different ways. The first being checking out our Tee Public store, purchasing something. You could also go ahead and uh, you can go subscribe to us on Twitch with a Twitch Prime membership, or you can go buy some Vite Ramen using code Puckle at checkout for a 10% discount. Or uh, more importantly, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. But we hope you liked it, and we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.